the cost of inaction. Today we're going to talk about what does it cost you in the moment if you don't act? What does it cost you in your training if you don't act? And what does it cost you in your life if you do not take action? So that's the topic of discussion for today. All right, we'll see you in a bit. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Craig Gray here, the Peace Walker Podcast. You are on episode number 52. And today we're talking about the cost of inaction. And speaking of inaction, I want you to act right now. Not later today, not tomorrow, not a week from now, but right now, I want you to shut this podcast off and with your little fingers, type in on your phone or on your tablet or on your computer, type in 6daydefense.com and you'll get the landing page and then type in your email address and you are going to get delivered to you a course that's absolutely free except for your time and money and if you act upon that, your life could be totally transformed. It could, it could even be saved, depending on what's going on. So it's something that could change your life and maybe even save it. But you got to act in order to benefit from those things. So go to 6daydefense.com. It's all spelled out except for the dot. And you're going to get my free home study course of the introduction to this path of a peace walker, path of a protector. You're going to learn self-defense, but you're going to learn so much more than that. To call it a self-defense program is like a kick in the balls. Hey, you learn how to do that too. But it's a slap in the face really because it's not just about self-defense. This is one of the things that makes our approach so much more different than all the other approaches out there. It's not just about learning how to kick and punch and all that. It is a lot more than that. It's about learning how to navigate the conflict inside of you and around you. And this is the first step to learning how to do that. And you can start that process right now if you just go to 6daydefense.com. All right, so I'm talking about COI. You've heard of ROI before, return on investment. But today what I wanted to talk about is cost of inaction, COI. Now we could go on and on and on about return on investment. I've spent my entire life training and the investment that I've spent far outweighs the return that I've received from all of that training. So the investment of time, the investment of effort, the investment of financial resources, the investment into myself and to other people on this protector journey 
is pales in comparison to what I've received back. But I'm not going to talk about that right now. What I'm going to talk about with you right now is the cost of inaction. Now, remember George Patton, the famous general, famous World War II general? Now, this is going to be paraphrased as a short quote, but I screwed up a lot. So the gist of it is this. The perfect plan executed next week really is no good. An all right plan, a good enough plan executed, and he said violently, today, right now, is really what's going to win the day. Again, that's paraphrased, some Craigism in there. But the idea is what happens, we have analysis paralysis with all of this information that is coming to us both online and out in the real world. We often second-guess ourselves too much. We are so busy jumping around from this to that piece of information or consulting the experts constantly. We feel inadequate. We feel like I can't do anything because my action isn't going to be appropriate or my action isn't going to be the best action that it could be, or I don't know what action to take because there's so many choices, you tend to not act at all. It's just fight, flight, or freeze. We oftentimes freeze. So the cost of an action I was thinking about, actually I was listening to a podcast today, and um, this was a business podcast, and they were talking about the cost of inaction from a business standpoint. But I thought, wow, that is really pertinent to our discussion as a protector of the cost of inaction, both in the moment, like George Patton was saying, you know, a good enough plan executed right now is better than the best of plans executed next week. And actually, that's probably a closer, (laughs) a closer simile of that, of that quote. But what happens is we sit there because we have the capacity to nowadays of Googling things and calling up a committee and getting, you know, the PhD expert and every small little nuance and getting everybody's opinion and wanting everybody, you want everyone's approval and validation that you did the right thing. Um, and part of that is because we get fucking thrown under the bus if we, if anything goes wrong nowadays. There's a tremendous amount of pressure to not do anything. Tremendous amount. And in some cases, it's literally killing us. So in the thick of the crisis, in the thick of the emotion, the cost of inaction could, not to be overly dramatic, but it could cost you or someone else their life. Right? If you are caught in an active shooting event and you don't do anything, you don't run You don't hide for an ambush so you can execute one or you don't fight even though you are overwhelmed. You may extinguish any chance that you had of surviving that circumstance. And you can see that in case after case of how we've approached active shooting events in this country. That is a whole different subject we'll probably do on a different episode of you know, the, Israel, the Israeli method of dealing with an active shooting event and active terrorism versus the American uh, version. Uh, 
and uh, and it's changed. It's changed because the it's ineffective to not do anything. It's ineffective ineffective just to you know hope that things go away and you they just pass you by. Sometimes that does work, but uh, oftentimes it doesn't. Just shooting fish in a barrel, so to speak. <clears throat> So the cost of inaction in the moment of crisis could literally cost you your life or the life of someone else. So you need to learn how to act appropriately. Sometimes inaction is an action. I'll say that again. Sometimes inaction is an action if it's conscious. Meaning you choose not to do anything consciously because you think that that's the best way to solve the problem or navigate that conflict. That is a totally different story than you just enacting, you just not doing anything because you're overwhelmed. So the cost of inaction in the thick of it tactically could cost you a lot. The cost of inaction for training, meaning if you are currently not training at all, the cost of inaction for you is huge. Every day that goes by, you are running into situations that could be more effectively navigated if you had some skills in dealing with conflict. That means in your personal life, in your professional life, in your public life, you could be more effective. You could be more successful. You could be making more money in your job. You could have a better, more fulfilling relationship with your kids, with your spouse, you could get more clients. You could teach students better. You could deal with, with um, subjects more effectively. You could deal with your coworkers more effectively. You could deal with your partners more effectively. You could deal with customers more effectively. So anything that you can think of when it comes with dealing with people, including yourself, you could handle more effectively if you had some skills. So why? So if you're not training at all, what's stopping you? Why are you not training? Get off your ass and get out there and get some training. Get some appropriate, good, inspiring training. Don't wait. Every day that goes by is another day that two things happen. You've missed opportunities that you probably would have had if you had some better training. Number two is, if it's something that's more critical, like a, Lord forbid, like a really potentially violent circumstance, the cost could be much, much, much higher. Now, luckily for most of us, those types of circumstances happen few and far between. Like the idea of an active shooting event. It's like winning the lotto in reverse. But if that's your day... Hopefully you've had some training. And same thing goes with, you know, the likelihood of you being assaulted or someone, you know, is uh, in an argument with you or someone is upset with you in some way or somebody wants to mug you or somebody is road raging on you. Now, those situations happen more frequently than, much more frequently than being um, caught in an active shooting event or active terrorism, but it doesn't happen 
quite enough for most people to really learn how to navigate that well. And usually those who do not navigate it well but end up in those situations frequently, it's oftentimes because of their contribution to it. They're often creating it because of unhealth. Or you're in a profession to where this type of thing occurs a lot and you have to deal with it a lot. But rather than struggling all the time, get some training. So the cost of inaction could be huge. It could cost you a job promotion. It could cost you a marriage. It could cost you your kids, meaning you know, being disestranged from your children because you are not getting along, not able to overcome some conflicts. It could cost you your mental, physical health if you get attacked and you don't know how to deal with it. And then the cost of inaction, obviously, in your life is the culmination of your training. So think about all the things that you're missing out on and what the cost is of not being able to as effectively deal with conflict and violence as you could. Because I'm here to tell you, brothers and sisters out there, this world is filled with people. You and I have got to deal with them all the time. Number one, ourselves. And with people comes conflict. And the better that we can navigate that conflict, the easier and more successful and the more fulfilling our lives are going to be. Forget about all the, you know, you do jujitsu or you do uh, Krav Maga or this guy shoots and what kind of gun he shoots and all this kind of stuff. Forget about that. It doesn't really matter. Those are details. Maybe we'll talk about those details a little bit more in depth in a uh, another episode. The technical aspect is what everybody concentrates on a lot. The tactical and strategic and ethical aspects people don't talk nearly enough about. Everyone's too busy arguing about whose style is best or whether you should carry a Glock or a SIG or, you know, all these technical things or accessory things we get too caught up in. No, no, no. BJJ will kick Taekwondo's ass any day. No, no, no. Wing Chun is the best Kung Fu. No, no, no. Krav Maga is where it's at. No, no. You you need to carry a pistol if you want to really defend yourself. No, you don't want to carry pistols. Guns are the problem of, of all of our woes. You hear the arguments all the time back and forth about all this stuff. And... And those are sometimes needed, no question, right? There are some systems that are more inclined for being effective with some circumstances than others. There are times where I think it's appropriate to talk about gun control or our Second Amendment rights or you caring or you not caring, Um and who, what, what are the parameters of that? And what are the regulations of that? Those are definitely good conversations to have. But even bigger conversations, deeper conversations, 
I think, come in the form of the tactics, the strategies, what's the goal, and the most important thing is the ethics. So, so if you are not training right now, it's costing you more than you know. And you're gambling every single day that something bigger is not going to happen. Now, I don't say that to be a big fear monger and all that. But aside from those big things, the little things you could be doing better. I know I'd be a wreck if I hadn't trained. I mean, if I don't train my personal, interpersonal relations suffer, <laughs> which means I suffer and I end up putting my foot in my mouth a lot. So what are you missing out on because you're not acting and getting some good training? So that's if you're not training at all. If you're already training, keep doing what you're doing, but, but evaluate that training to make sure that it's getting you what you need as far as dealing with conflict. That's one of the reasons why I put together the whole Peace Walker program. Because it can be used by anybody. It can be used by a martial artist, no matter what martial art you're taking, because it's not about martial arts. Yes, I show some, some of my versions of how to deal with physical attacks, but it's not really about that. That's what this whole podcast is about. It's about that of being a protector, what I call peace walker, living a better life. So if you are training, great. Keep training. Train local, but still get on my Peace Walker program. That's going to help fill in a lot of the gaps. And that all starts with the sixdaydefense.com. All right, sixdaydefense.com. Go there and get kind of ramped up with what that is. And then when the opportunity comes again, maybe right now, might not be for a while, but get on the waiting list to get on to my private membership, private Peace Walker membership that will fill in a lot of those details of how to deal with conflict at all categories, the spectrum of violence, the spectrum of conflict, starting off with you inside of you. Now, I wasn't really meaning this whole thing to be a big <laughs> big sales, sales pitch, um, but if you don't get it through me, get it through somebody. You need to get training on the spectrum of conflict and violence, not just learning how to punch, kick, and shoot. So there you go. What is the cost of inaction, the COI, of you not training or are you not training the right things? So what's the tip, trick, and, ta and tactic for today? I want you to think about the cost of inaction, and I want you to think about one thing today that you can do to train more effectively. Just one thing. And if you need a, a quick tip on top of that, the one thing could be get on Peace Walker and that first step is going to 6 That could be your one thing. If it's not that, no big deal. But do something. Do one thing that's going to help you to navigate conflict more effectively. That might be, I don't know, joining a Toastmasters club. You might be thinking, what the heck does a Toastmasters club have to do with me dealing with conflict? And that's simply this. Most conflict is verbal and emotional. Toastmasters is going to help you to communicate more effectively and to overcome some of your social anxiety of talking in groups clearly. So that could be something that's not martial art related. 
but it has everything to do with you being a better leader, you managing conflict more effectively. Another thing you could do is, if you don't train at all, find a local gym to train in. There's so many little mini steps that I can talk about. I don't want this session to be, you know, two hours long. So there's your tip, trick, and tactic. In the meantime, don't forget about 6daydefense.com. I'd love to see you on it. And that is a first step into a much bigger and deeper and brighter world of being a protector. That's 6daydefense.com. It's all spelled out except for the dot. 6daydefense.com. And aside from that, gang, thank you very much for joining me. And I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.